All right, what's going on, everybody? Um, so today uh, we are going to talk about sex. And yes, I know uh, there are people out there that do not want to see the. Um, oh, hold on one second. Sorry, I'm hearing myself from the echo. Anywho, I, I know everybody don't want to hear us uh, hear men sit around and talk about sex. Uh, but we got to fellas, um, again, uh, this is an educational series streams We're we're, we're doing all of this for guys that are out there looking for information. We are here to educate men and have conversations that other men can learn from. So, uh, you know, this is a judgment free zone. Uh, we, we do keep it really real here and we're going to have some real good conversations. So. Without further ado, I'm going to bring the homies on today. We got here. All right. That's the homie Joel. My man, my Detroit man over there. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going, Chris? It's going all right, brother. Thanks for coming on. Uh, I, I appreciate you coming on. Y'all don't know. Well, y'all obviously don't know, but, you know, Joel was a last-minute addition to this episode, and he was very gracious in giving us his time this evening, so... Appreciate you, brother. No problem, brother. All right. And y'all know Ray. <laughs> if y'all don't watch any of other episodes, he, he done been on a couple times. So it's my other Houston boy over there. Glad to be here with Big Chris, my home dog, right down here in H-Town. <laughs> you know, we all we all counting our blessings missing this hurricane. You know, uh, shout out to my people in Louisiana. You know, if y'all struggling out there. You know, just make sure y'all use whatever resources y'all got, because I know what it's like. It's I, we were with, with, through this time at least what um, 15 years ago, almost to the day of Hurricane Katrina. And mm. I'm one of the earlier climate uh, what they call it, climate refugees, because I migrated here from New Orleans and ended up settling down because it just wasn't economically stable enough to go back to my hometown in New Orleans. So um you know, that's just one of those things. I'm not a big fan of August. It's always a, a downtime for me. But, you know, I'm glad to, to be able to kick it here with my brothers and talk about some real issues that we all need to address that, you know, just need to be talked about. So, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we just cut straight to the chase, y'all, because we don't we don't need to be on here longer than we need to be on. So we're just going to get this right out the way. We are talking about safe sex. Fellas, this is for the fellas. Gentlemen, it's on all of us as being transamorous men, as being the kinds of men that date transgender women, trans women, women of trans experience, however you want to put that together. It's on us. We got to do our part to protect the women by practicing safe sex. I, I think it's really being a good ally to the community by protecting it and, and, and doing what we can to stop the spread of certain diseases. So, you know, that that means, fellas, that means do not push. That means, I'm sorry, fellas, that means uh, 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 don't be over-insistent on having raw sex. Strap up. Play it safe. I mean, ain't no reason for, I mean, I, I get what reason there might be, but, you know, uh, really, 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 just, just strap up, play it safe. Everybody wins at the end of the day. We don't spread no diseases. Everybody lives. It's all good. And, you know, that that's it's it. And, and, and you know, it, it, it's bad. It's, it's really rough out there. And, you know, it's 
I'm sorry. I keep saying, you know, but I, I really was just thinking about Pose. Pose really kind of made me think about this a whole lot more. And made me, you know, think like, oh, shit, this shit is way more real now. Uh, it was always real. It just put it in my mind a lot more. You know, HIV is still out there and it's still prevalent in the LGBT community. And that is something that we have to be cognizant of. And, you know, everybody practicing safe sex means that it's not getting transmitted around. You know, um, you know, fellas, to the brothers out there who may be uh, clients of sex workers, strap up. Do not go raw in these girls. Like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the women overall. I'm just saying do what you can to stop the spread of this shit. And that really, there's a lot of niggas out there. And, you know, we've I've personally heard it from some girls who say these guys really, really want raw sex. And they really push it on the girls. And it, it's really fucked up. And we just need to be smarter about a lot of this shit. So. You know, wrap up, play, be safe. There's other ways of being safe. There's other dangerous things people are doing out there. But um, I, before I just start sounding like an idiot rambling on and on, I'm going I'm to just open up the floor to you, fellas. And I really want to know, you know, what are some of the things that, that y'all think the brothers should be doing out here to make things a lot safer? Or what, what, what what's in play when it comes to people uh, not being safe? Uh. Well, I, I think if uh, if I could take the floor first, uh, thank you so thank you so much for uh, opening it up and really uh, kind of giving a, a context to what we're talking about here, because uh, we're not here to shame anyone. This is our community, and, and we care deeply about this community. And you know, this is where you know we play. <laughs> some of us are doing some work in the community, but for all intents and purposes. Um, you know, we're all people and, and we need to really just take just a little bit of personal responsibility. That's that's all. Just like uh, Chris said um, when he mentioned the sex workers, it made me think about, well, in any profession where you're dealing with multiple clients, you know, dealing with different people. Would you want to go to a dentist that never uses gloves, never wears a mask when all when they're all up in your face? Why, you know, if you're if you know that you're entertaining, you know, someone who may have entertained previous clients or make entertain clients after you, you know, it's all about, you know, being protected, not only protecting yourself, but protecting the girl, you know, and that's what it's all about. That's all. I, I mean, it's just to me, it, it's common sense. But as we learn, common sense may not always be so common. So we have to. <laughs> We have to remind each other, you have the ball in your court. Well, you know, um, this is this leads. Speaking of common sense, and this is something I heard from a, a, a lady friend of mine where she was complaining. She, this particular friend of mine, does not have a lot of patience with men, <laughs> so she's always just very curt and just like she just goes off a lot of times. But look, this is a real conversation, right? So, I mean, fellas or ladies, whoever, talking about safe sex, whoever, if you're bottoming, clean yourself the fuck out. That shit is, that's not good. Like, really be as clean as you can. Yeah. I'm I mean, sorry. I'm well, and then, fellas, you know, if if you are if you are topping, don't be afraid to just stop the shit and be like, hey, I'm not comfortable with this. Can you please, you know, be a little bit more clean and, and safer about this shit? I mean, just don't, I mean, this is, 
an educational thing for the fellas. Guys, do not be afraid to ask. Do not be afraid. Just pump the brakes and say, look, this is completely unsanitary. I would like to. I know that's going to kill the fuck out of the mood. And please say it in a more suave way than whatever the fuck I just said. But, you know, uh, really, don't be afraid. To, don't be afraid to, 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 to keep things clean. You know, um, some people get afraid. Some I, I know a lot of us as guys, we, we don't want to say the wrong things. Up. Fuck it up. Because we do. We just stop talking. <laughs> but, uh, you know, please don't be afraid to ask. Just like, hey, look, you're, un- you're unclean back here. Because, you know, it-, it could be a mess. And, uh, you know, E. coli is real. Let's just be 100% truthful about that shit. But um, I'm sorry. I'm, a, I'm, I'm flying right through these bullet points because this is going to be one of our shorter streams here. But this is I just got to get straight to that big topic in all of this is we we talked about we mentioned hiv before this is you know again it's educational for the fellas y'all this is beginner stuff and there's a lot of guys out there who don't know that dealing if you're a cishet man dating trans women if you're dating in the trans community you will run into people with hiv and that's not something a lot of people think about when they come into this because nobody really, people don't talk about it that much anymore, really. I mean, you know, cancer's huge. We got more months for cancers and all that stuff. And D.D. Waters mentioned something that I'm definitely going to touch on. Uh, 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 hold on, see. I'm just D.D. Waters. Something that prep. <laughs> I would say this is part of practicing that safe, that safe sex that we talked about. It's kind of like uh, 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 in the sense where, where a girl says, yeah, I'm on birth control. Strap up anyways. She says she on prep. She says she undetectable. Strap up anyways. Be safe, man. Don't. I'm not saying don't trust the women on anything they say, but just be safe. It's always better safe than sorry. So you, you will have to deal with this. You will uh, uh, have. This is something that's going to come up when you're dating trans women and, you know, this is not me saying that, you know, trans women or anybody who's effect, infected with HIV is like unlovable and they should be, you know, cast, uh, be cast, uh, cast outs or anything like that. Like everybody deserves happiness and love. It's just, you know, when you engage with this particular population, be safe. And, and <laughs> I want to interject on that. Ahead, uh, I want to interject on that. And, and Joel, if you want to interject anytime, you know, I could talk. Yeah, Joel got stuff you know, to say. He got stuff so, to say. Yeah, but uh, but I, I'll be the first to say, listen, I, I will be the first to say that I have encountered, you know, young ladies of both cis and trans experience who were HIV positive. And we were intimate. And I did take the steps. And, and you know what? I am still negative to this day because mm-hmm. I took the time to say, you know what? Am I going to take this time to actually you know, just judge this person, say, it'll get away from me. Or am I going to take this time to educate myself and say, well, I still really care about this person. And if it, whether it was through their fault or not, this is a situation we have to deal with. Now we're at the crossroads, which way do you want to go with it? So that's what made me get more educated. And that's why I say like, that could have been the end of it right there, but I wasn't a judgmental person. Most people will not be as cool about it. But, and, 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 and like I said, this happened to me 
in two separate occasions. Once when I was a teenager, I was really scared then. We didn't know as much about HIV as we know now. And then the second time happened more as recently within the last five years. And then that was when I was like, well, are you taking medicine? Are you, are you undetectable? Or wh what is your status? How are you managing this disease now that you've discovered that you are positive? Because I'm going to look at how you're managing it. It's not about whether you have it. It's how are you managing it? That's the key right there. So I need to know, do I need to be on prep if we're going to keep this thing going? You know, and as a trans amorous man who identifies as a top, you know, I was told by a medical professional that the risk is almost, you know, nil to me. Even if, you know, as long as I'm practicing safer sex. So that's what I'm saying. You know, it's about taking personal responsibility, fellas, you know. We put a lot of pressure on these girls to to do what we want for all intents and purposes, whether it's a, a financial trying a, a financial transactional hookup or if it's, you know, a personal hookup. But whether or not that's the case, we have to take our own responsibility because it's our lives, too, that we're you're, we're hanging in the balance. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to yield the floor on that. I would like to add to that. Uh, I think education is key. Please share it, Dee Dee. Share this with everybody. Absolutely, Dee Dee. I love you. Thank you for the love. And <laughs> go ahead, Joel. Well, yeah, I would say education is key all the way uh, because, you know, even in cis and, you know, uh, cis heteronormative community, or, you know, if you're dating trans woman, you know, uh, you have discordant couples all over the place. You have, you know, we got to the point of advancement, you know, within medication for HIV where it's possible for a positive and negative person to come together and produce kids, you know, if you're in a cis tech world. Even if you're in a trans world, you know, if you got a trans man dating a trans woman, if one is positive, one is negative, that's possible. But me overall, I think, you know, we need to eliminate stigma and we need to mm. have more education. If you're dating, you know, if you're dating, you know, it's not something that has to be brought up right away until the time when it comes to the, the bedroom talk. And then that you have to have that open talk, that open discussion, that open dialogue. You know, you got to make sure to keep your, you know, all of your, you know, uh, condoms, you know, finger condoms, you know, uh, dental dams and things like that. You have to make sure that you have that in stock as well, too. And do, they, do they have that at CVS or Walmart? Where, they, where do you get dental dams? Listen, there are many wonderful organizations. If you can get it on Amazon.com if you are afraid to go to CVS or right. I'm not afraid to go to CVS, but I do have Prime, so okay. You, know, you get it on Prime. <laughs> go to that store over there on the corner that, that's always dark. You know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that were positive. I know people mm -hmm. that are positive. And these are great people. You know what I mean? You know, it, it's you have to be you have to look beyond their status. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and you know, you have to you have to engage, period. You know, engaging in a relationship is key to maintaining the longevity of a relationship. So mm -hmm. if you are with a positive person, you know, I agree with where the status is, you know, knowing everything, you know, knowing where they're at with it, you know, and, and again, if they're taking their meds, if you are using, you know, barrier protection, 
And if you're taking prep, then the chances of passing it gotcha. are, are, are known. Seriously, it, it, it's a it's a very low chance. And studies have shown, you know, with uh, couples where one was positive, one was negative, and one was you know uh, one was taking their medication, you know, uh, and another one was taking prep, that you know passing the virus, you know, uh, very low percentage. So, mm-hmm. you know, me personally, I, I don't think, you know, uh, as far as like raw, I don't think you just should be out there doing the, trying to raw dog everybody, you know, uh, because you, you never know, even beyond HIV, you have other stuff that you can get exposed to. Oh, yeah. You know, and if these, you know, if these STIs go untreated, then, you know, they can call, they could be disastrous for the body. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, syphilis, gonorrhea, gonorrhea. You know, we take that for granted now because we have medication for it. But if you're asymptomatic and it doesn't affect you and you, you were with that for years and years and years, and we're talking about where it's causing harm to the body. So, sure. you know, it, it's all about education, you know, and, and then once you get that education, you should be the one. You should take it upon yourself to spread that knowledge to other people. You know, because again, fear is everybody when you're growing up. Because what happened, you know, in the 80s and even before the 80s, you know, HIV is not something new to the United States. We're talking about this disease has been around since like the late 60s with a, a black teen who caught it down in Mississippi. And they couldn't mm-hmm. figure out why he was having the symptoms that he was having. Being mm-hmm. a young man, he should be healthy. But it wasn't until the 80s when it's, the pandemic started to really hit and where, you know, the government really wasn't, you know, helping out, you know, um, MSN guys because they didn't care for, you know, at that time what they called the gay community until Rock Hudson got it. That's when they started caring. So it could have been, you know, prevention could have been in place and it wouldn't have, you know, you could have prevented the outbreak. You know, and I'm not saying prevented the outbreak, but you could have had it to where it was more, you know, more controlled, mm-hmm. you know, but um, th- these are things that people don't know, you know, mm-hmm. people don't, people forget the wires, people forget the clip that they went out and watched and see people that died. So, you know, it, it's, it really is educating and passing that education along to everyone else and for guys to definitely Stop trying to raw dog these girls. That's not important. Try to get to know these. Try to get to understand them. You know what I mean? And again, if you take it to that point, you know, wait a while. You know, use barrier protection for a while. You still, you may not get the supreme satisfaction if you're doing it raw, but at least you're protecting yourself and you're protecting her. You should not want to put a trans woman in any situation like that. Yeah, and you know, just honestly, Joel was one of the one of the lead people that that um was educating me on it. You know, when we first started, uh, when I first met him, and we started rapping about a lot of different stuff. And um, you know, we all three of us, we all know, we know couples, like we know men that are like currently married to trans women who have HIV. Like, guys, 
out there, uh, just if if a trans woman has HIV, that does not make her um, that doesn't count her out as an option for romance. Not like, at all. No. I mean, I was at, from from the examples that we've seen ourselves here. We we can tell you that life can still go on, and you can have a happy life and and, and end up with a happy wife. <laughs> Uh, uh, with a lot of these girls that you know uh, have HIV, um, but yeah, it's it's, and I didn't really mean for this to turn into the HIV show. It was really just more about safe sex, but that is the big specter in the room, and you can't talk about safe sex without going down the street. No, it's, it's like like even now they consider HIV like a lot of people consider a, a black disease thing because we have you know. But the main the main people that are getting it now are cis heteronormative women and you look at the numbers. Mm-hmm. You know. And again, that's because you know, you have guys out here honestly who are just, you know, raw dogging any and everything, you know, and, and not taking the responsibility. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and there are many stories, many stories on uh YouTube that you can read about cis het women. You know how they contracted. You know what I'm saying? The virus. Some of these guys who, you know, hey, let me just let me just raw dog everything because I love the feeling. Without thinking, you know, without putting any thought into it, and, you know, without thinking about the safety of the, you know of a of a woman. Mm-hmm. And and that should be the primary goal for us guys you know, when it comes to safe sex is to think about the safety of the woman. And to not want to put her in that situation, because again, we don't want to be in that situation. Absolutely, they said it right and, there. And 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 really to interject on that real quick, um, Joel is is that basically when when you're in that situation, just raw dog. And I think it bring it brings a, a light to another issue that's within the black community because you know we have all this baby mama drama and stuff like that. You know. This is how a lot of us have moved around historically within the cis hetero community. But see, the difference is when you're doing it in this in the transgender community, you say I can stick and move wherever I want to. I know I'm not going to have any consequences, so to speak, because trans women can't get pregnant. So that's kind of like this, I guess, full sense of freedom and Mm -hmm. and almost like, you know, I can, you know, I. You know what I mean? I, I, y'all see where I'm going with it? I'm, yeah. I'm trying to put it together, but mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. No, they're flying around with reckless abandonment. See, Go ahead, Joy. Like, even if you are planning on doing it raw, another thing that's not even known, you know, with a lot of people is you have something called hopes. You know, like, if you're not at, if you don't take prep, you can take mm-hmm. uh, a post, which is post-exposure. Mm. You know, so if you feel that oh, you yeah. were exposed, you know, you have what up to like three days or something like that to go and yeah. you know, you can go to the hospital, it's... you can talk to your doctors, you know, you can tell them like, well, you know, I was intimate with a woman. Either the condom broke or something like that, or you did it raw. And what they'll do is for up to thirty days, they'll provide you with medication which will help in, in you know, blocking that you know that uh, STI from uh, duplicating and whatnot, mm. and a lot of people, a lot of people just don't know this information. 
I didn't know. I just learned right now. Yeah. Never heard it's of it. It's pretty much like the plan B of, of uh, HIV exposure mm. or okay. ab- abortion of HIV exposure, whatever you want to call it. But mm. I just think of it in those terms, just mm. like I think of prep in terms of like the trans. It's like to the trans community, almost like what the birth control pill was to the hetero community and giving them some of their power back in being able to fight against this infection. Mm-hmm. And of course, for, for uh, hetero gay men as well. But I think it's been a major, major breakthrough in, in how trans women of color are able to manage their uh, sexual health and sexual lives for their own well-being. But we shouldn't take that for granted. And still, like you said, Chris, in the beginning, it doesn't matter if she says she on prep. Just think to yourself, you know what? I'm doing this for me, not for you. I mean, if she says she's undetectable, you don't know that. Just strap. Do you see? Do you have the paperwork? Even if she look, man. Even if she do, gotta be safe, man. You gotta be safe out here. Because I mean, it isn't just about. It is about you catching it, but then it's about all your future partners. And if you limp, if you cut it off at the head right there, you know, I'm sorry, Joel, you can go ahead, bro. I was going to say it's called a post exposure prophylactic. So it's, it's PEP. Okay. You know, so if you think you've been exposed, you can actually take PEP. Mm. You you talk to a doctor, you go to the hospital and then you have to do this. You know what I'm saying? Within three days of exposure, you know, uh, one of the things, you know, you, we, we should have counselors for, you know, all type of stuff, you know. Uh, one of the best methods that you could do with a girl is you could go get tested together. Mm. You, know, uh, you could be that uh, support system for her. You know, uh, they say one of the reasons why a lot of people lapse on medication is because they don't have that strong support system. You know, you, you can, you can, if she's willing, you can help elevate her and ensure that, you know what I'm saying, she is in the best health that she can be in. And again, if you, ha- if a male has it, you know, a woman can help that, help and elevate that guy to get him to a level of where, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's happy, he's enjoying life again. Because again, even if you have, if you have HIV, that shouldn't stop your sex life. You know, it's just more so, you know, it just makes you more responsible, more understanding, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I just kind of want to bring it back around, you know, to all the, the men that are, have been watching all of our one-on-one videos and entry level introduction videos. And guys, this is something you will have to deal with when you are dating in the trans community. You probably never thought about it ever in your life before uh, when you were dating cis women. But if you were, you know, um, playing, uh, not playing around, but, uh, you know, dating in this community, uh, it, it's just a reality. Um, and, and and honestly, that's something I came into it. And I, I didn't think about it at all um, until I, until I uh, met a young lady who was infected and, um, or positive, sorry. Uh, it was positive, but, um, you know, we still went out on dates and all that stuff, but it was just, it was a reality that I hadn't meant, I haven't mentally prepared myself for. 
before I started dating. And there's a lot of things in dating trans women that you just you have to think about ahead of time. There's a lot of even circumstances you got to prepare yourself for. And this is just one of them. So it, it, it really is you would behoove. I, I would push all of you guys to really just start thinking about this. And um, what is it? Didi? I'm sorry, Michelle. Another one. Yeah, another comment here from Didi because she's been watching the big comments. She's been lighting up the comments. I only showed a couple of her comments. Which is all are very easy to get as preventative measures. You can get details anywhere. They offer testing. If you're on a budget or low income, just tell them it's super easy. Do like not let your income be a barrier to getting a test, y'all. I would like to interject on that one. Yeah. That, that is absolutely true. If you mm -hmm. are on low income, there is definitely government assistance to help in getting the, those medications that you need. Mm. You know, uh, you know, it that's where it just comes down to the education. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people just don't know. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And sometimes some people learn because it takes a scare. You know, it takes a scare. And some people are like, well, let me think about it. Let me sit back. Let me think about it. Let me think about, you know what I mean, my sexual habits. And let me think about how I could probably better that and be safer. But she, Dee Dee, was absolutely right. There are, there is a ton of help out there. You know what I'm saying? If you, you know what I'm saying? If you think you've been exposed, positive, mm -hmm. negative, there's just a bunch of help, a bunch of information. We've been, what, we've been living with this, what, 30 years, 30 plus years? Almost 40. Almost 40 years. It's like the study of the now, you know? Yeah, it's, it's been a minute. You know, so it, it's, it's, it, it, it's it's just things that you can do, and and the thing about it is, just, just, you know, if you're knowledgeable, you just gotta educate others. That's just how it is, you know, because word word of mouth spreads faster than having a billboard or having signage or whatnot. You know, sure. you know, I've seen signage all around Detroit. You know, what I'm saying for HIV HIV prevention. But I mean, you're not learning about this shit in school no more. Like, yeah, no, I mean, public education is <laughs> the best they're, they're basically mm. on the, the uh, abstinence kick. They want to just, I, I don't know. I, I mean, when I was in school, they taught me sexual education in eighth grade. And I had to have a, a release form sent to my home so that they can actually get permission to teach me this stuff. Because a lot of parents, you know, in uh, very conservative Christian households don't mm -hmm. want their children knowing about the birds and the bees until somebody gets knocked up and then they have to have the conversation. So mm -hmm. I think that the public education system has failed us miserably when it comes to giving us the tools we need to be able to go into these endeavors with our sexual and intimate relationships with the knowledge to know that if we at least take a few simple steps, we can have healthy and happy sexual lives. And also, we can also educate our partners if they don't know. Well, you, okay, say, yeah, go ahead. I would just say one thing, we, we gotta stop treating kids like babies. <laughs> they have to understand this world, they, they're gonna have to navigate it. And you don't want them coming into this world and this world is just slapping them in the face with all type of stuff. You know, it's gonna be like, they're gonna be so confused what they were growing up being taught you know these kids are you know you get a lot of kids these days which you know are being sheltered 
you know, got a lot of uh, parents these days, which are, you know, trying to gear their mindset towards theirs, you know, and not really coming into and facing reality. You know, you got to face reality. These kids, one day, they're going to turn 18, and it's going to be reality check. Well, you know, I, I think, got, oh, I'm sorry. You got these thirst traps out here. Mm-hmm. Thirst traps out here, insurance companies and all, which are going to get your kids, you know what I'm saying, do some damage to them because they didn't know about this damage beforehand. And, you know, that's what you're going to get. You got to, you know, like, I, I think uh, sexuality should be taught in schools, period. You know, when it comes to dealing with, you know, if you're MSM, MSM you know, dealing with other guys, if you're, uh, what, MSW, dealing with women, or if you're, you know what I'm saying, for men, if you're, uh, what is it, M- uh, MST? MST. <laughs> yeah. you, you should know about this stuff, because this stuff is real, this stuff is out here, mm-hmm. and it's not going away. Mm-hmm. No, not not like Donald Trump says the coronavirus is going to go away. This (laughs) is not going to go away. If you ignore it, if you pretend like it doesn't exist, it will eat away at it will eat away at you from the inside because you didn't do your part. And sometimes it's a lot of factors that go into it. You know, public education, upbringing, you know, some people, their parents, you know, will literally you know, shun them for even asking a sexual question. So, I mean, you know, it, it just, it's a lot of factors, but with all the, all the gluttony of, of information that's out there and, and back to what uh, Chris was saying, what Dee Dee was saying, there's a lot of wonderful organizations right here in the Houston area. And I'm sure if you're in a major metro area, there's one near you too. So all you have to do, these people have Facebook pages, they have web pages, they have unlimited resources to get in your face so that if you have a question, they have certified professionals there that can answer your questions and lead you in the direction to make better decisions so that you can have a long, prosperous sexual life. Because that's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get to our people to where we understand if you take these measures right now, that means that's going to give you that many more years of good humping down the line. That's all I'm trying to say. It's all about you. Yeah, but so here's the issue is, um, you know, you got to understand a lot of guys who are coming into a lot of guys who are dating trans women are coming from outside uh, a queer culture mindset. So a lot of these dudes are not going down to the HIV center. They're not going to the LGBT, whatever center, whatever, whatever city they're in, because you know, they don't count themselves as part of the community. A lot of these guys, you know, they have no, inter- they've had no interaction with the community outside of the couple girls they've dealt with, or maybe they've had no interaction with it and they haven't dealt with any women yet. And they're just interested and curious. But um, I just think there's uh while, while that is a good idea and guys should go down there. I'm just saying, I don't think it's really going to click like that because of the kinds of people and a lot of the a lot of the issues that we run into are born from just people not being in the community coming into this not knowing a whole lot at all but that's why we're here we're here to help inform the brothers and all that stuff and i really want to touch on something you said ray um earlier where you said the schools that failed us when it comes to sexual education and i will just say i believe 
dom I believe our dominant uh black culture has failed us in this respect. And and I'm just gonna say because you know, families don't talk about sex, parents don't talk about this stuff. They don't educate the kids at home. Okay, you don't want to sign the waiver, but you ain't gonna have that conversation with, with old Jimmy about this stuff. And before you know, he having sex with a little girl in high school and he got her pregnant because he didn't know to wrap up. He don't know nothing about nothing. Because our black families, we just, we we are, a lot of us are very Puritan and Christian based. And we just, at least in the black church, we do not talk about sex at all. It is just not what we do. And um, and so I, I think we're failing ourselves at this point by, you know, not being open and honest. And it's, it's, ugh, it's another area where we have, been slow to adjust to the landscape where as white white mainstream culture they have done a better job at moving and adjusting with the times but our emulation of their older version of culture hasn't changed so there's just a lot of things we just don't address and you know our white counterparts are fully knowledgeable because their parents have conversations with them uh, i mean some of them obviously you know there's some hyper religious evangelicals out there who's have the same problem. But anyway, yeah, well, those are the ones that come marching to the school and that's why they're scared to touch on yeah. the subject. Yeah, for sure. So, um, fellas, I'm a, I think I'm gonna just wrap it up right here, but I appreciate y'all coming on and speaking and men out there who are watching this. I hope y'all learned, uh, from us on this and, and I hope y'all have a new understanding of, uh, you know, how important safe sex is when you are, you know, and I'm sorry, how important safe sex is and how important it is uh, for, for us as men to do, to, to, to be guards of this, to protect the community overall, you know, and to be better allies. So um, with that, uh, Joel, you, you want to tell anybody where they can find you, man? Oh, they can you got an Instagram? Facebook and uh, Instagram is Joel Hawker. And on uh, Instagram is Hawker Joel. All right. Brother Ray, where can they find you, man? Uh, if you're looking for me, you could find me on Facebook at Jules Ray Winfield or on Instagram. It's uh, addicted to that beat. I don't really be on Instagram that much. I'm more of a, fa- I'm more of a Facebook fanboy. You know, but maybe I'll expand if, if y'all start hitting me up and showing me some love. I might start being more active on that. But Jules Ray Winfield, that's my Facebook. Hit me up in my inbox. I'm easy to talk to. You know, we could probably be talking for hours. And, you know, if you have any questions, I'm here. Well, all right. Well, appreciate your time, fellas. And uh, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Please like, share. Follow the channels that you're seeing us on. If you're on YouTube, subscribe, please. If you're on Facebook, share this with your friends. Uh, the more eyes we can get on our conversations, the better. We're going to have some more coming up. Um, might get another stream going this weekend because we had a lot of people that kind of had some conflict, scheduling conflicts. So we'll get everybody on who we missed today. So uh, with that, we will uh, say until next time, Phyllis. All right. Man. Yep. Thanks, man. All right.